I've still got the office VR, by the way. I bloody nicked that. It's been in my lounge for ages. <laughs> <laughs> to the Video Gamer Podcast, episode 315. My name is Colin Mahern, and with me this week, he never sleeps and neither does the dictionary, it's Josh Wise. Alright. Is that all I'm getting? Because there's no Rich for a second bit of the That is all you're getting. We are without Rich and eagle-eyed viewers who watch the podcast on youtube.com forward slash video gamer TV will be aware. They'll have noticed that the screen's black. (laughs) (laughs) They can't see our faces. That is because Dean Abdu of Rosero Network is on assignment. He's gone to Murica with the the camera, uh, so <laughs> that's basically why. So yeah, that's why you're. It's just an audio experience so blame, this week. Blame Dean. Mm-hmm. Blame. So we'll Dean. have to be extra expressive Maybe with well. our with our peaks and our valleys, and we can just describe what we're doing mm-hmm. physically all the time. We can. Do you do you know what I am I am referencing? No. Okay. Something about someone not sleeping. No, it's it's about the dictionary. In fact. And how Merriam-Webster has added 640 words. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're not, this will be fun. You're yeah. not familiar. Right, let's play. But I love the dictionary. Let's <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm loving it. Uh, so I'm going to give you a couple of the, so some, some are new words, some are new meanings for all words. Okay. Right? Oh, I don't know about that second one. That's exciting. The, the new meanings for all yeah, words. Yeah, what do you mean? I guess if people misuse them so much that they... Bec- anyway, go on. So I'll give you one. Yeah. I wasn't aware of this. Yeah. Extending the blending of... Lovely little rhyme there. Extending the blending of red and blue to the metaphorical level, this word can now refer to geographical areas where voters are split between Democrats and Republicans. Oh, is it? <laughs> this is a new quiz we're doing every week on the video yeah, game guess, podcast. Guess the new word. Mm-hmm. So it, so it, basically, is talking about swing states, uh, state splitteroonies, purple. Oh, oh yeah, that makes Me- sense. Purple. Metaphor. This is another one. Metaphorically extended to mean being at the height of popularity, use, or attention, as in blank television. <laughs> we're on blankety blank. Or. <laughs> Or maybe blank word nerd. Blank word nerd? I'll just tell you, it's peak. What? Uh, uh, yeah, see, that can be... <laughs> peak word nerd. Here's an interesting one for you. Goldilocks, right? <laughs> right, right. Even a fairy tale can become a metaphor, and this new colourful definition referring to the character whose preferred porridge is neither too hot nor too cold has inspired astronomers to use it to describe an area of planetary orbit in which temperatures are neither too hot nor too cold to support life. So they call it a Goldilocks area? I suppose. Oh, here's one, right? right. We will get onto the games in a bit. Yeah, yeah. But I'm enjoying <laughs> yeah. this. Here's one that I didn't know, but I think you might. Okay. So, the final moments or minutes of a game in which one side has an insurmountable lead. This is a new compound term. Well, garbage time. Yeah, I didn't know that at all. That's obviously an American, American. Yes, American, yeah. Garbage time. Or or as they like to call it on TNT, garbage time. Oh, for fuck's sake. Because they like to... <laughs> do, 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 do. The news this week, mm. and ho ho ho! It's the big one, boy howdy! Yeah, yeah, yeah. People have been waiting for any kind of announcement on this for years, a decade or more, perhaps. Easy, yeah. How long have we been waiting for the final episode? Mm. It's been more than three years. Yes, yeah. And <clears throat> this is the true reality. None of that virtual nonsense. Obviously. Yeah. I am talking about the fact that there will be a new Yakuza game released <laughs> by the end of March 2020. Yeah. This is according to a financial reports published by Sega in the now all the companies have done it. We've more news on other ones. I don't believe there is confirmation on if 
that will be within Europe, within the West. Right, basically. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm guessing not, right? Because there's always a delay before they finally make their way over here, right? The only thing I would say is, well, Judgment, the delay is six months. It's, it's shortening a it's bit. It's shortening, yeah. And I, I don't know, the popularity of Yakuza is at an all-time high here in the West. Yeah. So much so that it's the top story every week here on the it Video is. Game Report. It dominates the news. Yeah. So, like, I just, I just wonder, would they try and push for, for parity between the, the West I and... I hope so. That'd be amazing. It'd be great. It'd be so good. I'm fed up with them lording it over us six mm. months, you know, or whatever it's been in the past. Like, yeah, it's not like 12 months or oh, more, no. really. Yeah. Nah, bring it on. Bring mm. it on. Mm. I want another episode in my Yakuza-ness, as I want another episode in Half-Life. Josh, we are here yet again. There may be a new Half-Life coming, oy, perhaps. Oy, oy, oy. There also may not be. Mm. <laughs> this is <laughs> the never-ending dance we do with Valve. So, PC Gamer have done a bit of detective work. Mm. And let's start off with the Valve Index, which is Valve's VR headset that yes. leaked back in November, I believe it was, because there was a Steam page popped up. Right. Uh, There wasn't loads of information on it. A few little bits and pieces, but nothing too concrete. But Valve did have to come out and go, yeah, look, we are making our own own VR headset. Because at the minute, they uh, just have the partnership with HTC, which provided us with the Vive, obviously. But back in February of 2017, Gabe Newell said, quote, we think we can make three big VR games. We think that we know enough now to do that. And we're going to find out if that's the case. We're pretty sure that all the other game developers are going to learn positive or negative lessons from what we do, which is sort of where we have to be right now. Hmm. In an update in Dota 2 in March, there was also a reference to a potential new Half-Life game in Half-Life VR. Hmm. As HLVR popped up in the code, I believe it was, and references to a shotgun. Now... Valve apparently spoke to PC Gamer and told them that they were targeting May 1st for pre-orders with a full announcement of the, the Valve Index to come as well. Like this, is, this is trying to just piece things together uh, on whether one of these three games, if there will be three, three new VR games from Valve, will one of them be a Half-Life, Half-Life VR and... I suppose what it, what else they would be. What else it could be? It, Rubbish name wait, as well. Half Life VR Index. Oh, oh, the Valve Index. Yeah. yeah, Valve Index. Sorry, not Half Life. Yeah, the the Index. That's not exciting. No, it is. Nobody wants that. Yeah. How do you feel about about? Because at first, for me, hearing that it was Half Life VR, I was kind of getting ready to grumble for a little bit. Because I sort of like I want like a you know obviously. Episode 3 would be brilliant, or just Half-Life 3 would be brilliant. And when I saw that it was Half-Life VR, I sort of thought, oh. And maybe that's bad, maybe I should There was that other thing in the Portal universe where you had to build Portal robots, so they've already done a thing in that universe in VR, mm. haven't they? I forget what that was. The Valve thing, portable robot portal the, builder. The thing is that VR needs a, a killer app. Mm. That is the thing that is it has been missing. Some people will point to, say... Tetris effect, right? And many people, yep. I think you included, would say that in VR, like I'm just, I'm just saying VR as a whole now across all yeah, platforms, yeah, yeah, yeah. that, you know, yeah, as I say, many people were saying that's the way to play yeah. Tetris effect. It is, yeah. But at the same time, I can still play it without VR. You can, and you can play it very well without VR, and you can turn the sound up and turn the lights off, and it's lovely. Virtual reality needs that game, that this is the only way yeah. you can play this. But do you think that if we did get a new Half-Life game, mm. it would be exclusive to this Valve Index. No. Like, you think it would just I don't be- think so. I don't think they would do that to themselves because I think you would get a core audience of Half-Life devoted people who would think about, you know, if they don't have VR, who would think about getting this VR thing. Mm. And then prices. You're talking about paying hundreds of pounds to, to play, I don't know, the concluding Half-Life. Which, and look, there'll be a lot of people that would do that. But I do think it would be foolish if they were going to do like a doing the quote marks in the air proper Half-Life conclusion or the next one. Mm. It would surely be daft to tie it to something like VR, which just at which at the moment just isn't. But is that what it needs? Someone's going to have to. Is, yeah, is, I suppose is that, 
Half-Life episode if VR. If you really stuck to it and said, yeah, you know, we're fully committed to this, then maybe. But the no, thing no, is... No, this could also just be... Well, I mean, it could all be bullshit, but... Mm. Or, or, you know, but that's why it's fun. You know, speculating Speculation. on... Unfounded rumours. If HLVR is, is a thing, mm. could it be just the first one? Or, or yeah. could it like a, you know... A little or, side story. Or two, whatever, whatever it is. of the crowbar. Mm. <laughs> That's how the crowbar came to be. Crowbar VR. You know. Crowbar. 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 Yeah. Maybe it could be a remake of the Brandon Lee. The Brandon Lee film, The mm-hmm. Crow. Mm-hmm. There, there does need to be a game of that. Yes. Yeah, and if they want to put that in the Half-Life universe, then bloody well go for it. Like also, you, like, how do you feel about Half-Life at the minute? Number one, I'm getting fed up of it. Number two, it's been fed years. Up and well, well, you get well, fed up when we haven't had it. It's become a cliche. It's like that. But it's become yeah. like Chinese democracy or something. It's like, although that did eventually come out. But it's like you know, I, I, it when we get it, if we get it, it's never, ever, ever going to live up to the outrageous expectations that time and momentum have lumped on it. Right? Mm. It just can't do it. And look, you know, the the next Half-Life 3 already happened and it was called Bioshock. And all of those things that Half-Life did and did so wonderfully well were picked up by <laughs> by Irrational and that's where it went. And I feel like if they do, if they finally get around to finishing Half-Life, it's whatever happens is going to be underwhelming. That's me being miserable and grumpy for a change. <laughs> uh, yeah... Maybe yeah, like, like it, it definitely can't live up to the expectations. I, I don't know. Like, maybe it's just a short little experience. Maybe it's fucking nothing. Yeah. And maybe we're not getting a half-life and this is all complete bullshit. But yeah. again, that's half the fun. It's half the fun. many days have gone since yeah. we got Half-Life oh. Episode 2. Oh, yes. And a few days have gone since Days Gone came out. A few of them, yeah. Yeah, Literally, not as many. a few of them. Or <laughs> yeah. is it Tuesday today? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is, yeah. And it's doing all right. And it is doing all right. It is that, cl- that makes me pleased. I don't normally t- chat about the charts on this, but I thought that this was interesting, right? Yeah. PlayStation 4 exclusive, mm-hmm. Days Gone, topped the charts and is the best launch of this year. Yeah. Uh, this, Good old Deke. Yeah, and Mortal Kombat 11, it debuted in second place. Mortal Kombat 11, PC, Xbox One, and yes. PlayStation 4. Yes, indeed. Like, Which, by the way, we both... That's a brilliant game. Mortal oh, Kombat yeah, 11 yeah. is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I just... It's just mad. <laughs> it is mad. And also, it's great. Because the thing is, as much as I love Mortal Kombat 11, it's got an 11 on it. So I'm always going to be happier for the new IP that comes up out of nowhere and does unexpectedly well than I am the 11th entry in a very, very acclaimed and popular fighting series. You know? mm, yeah. And but, I love them. Like, obviously, you know, if the problem with the chance is that we don't know digital numbers. We don't know the digital numbers. So, yeah. Correct. Uh, uh, but, like, maybe it's not entirely representative, but at the same idea, time... I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it, it pleases me greatly. And also, it surprises me. I really don't know why, uh, yeah, because as you were saying yesterday when we were talking, you know, you've got a big multi-platform thing, mm-hmm. something that's exclusive to Sony, something that's filled with zombies and lots of things that we've seen before, and yet, lo and behold, number one. I don't really understand it, but thumbs up to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will also be getting a bit of free DLC in Free June. LC. Mm-hmm. There are going to be a couple of new challenges uh, that are based around the bike and combat and hmm. horde as well. And there will also be a new difficulty setting called Survivor. Survivor. Uh, that gets rid of fast travel Ooh. and the, the R3 detective mode thing. Oh, what about that? I don't know about that. And the HUD and things like that. So it's like properly you're, oh, well, that's you're, not you're immersed in the world. Yeah, I like that. It's ju- that game is just survivally enough for me. You know, you don't have to, uh, you can hoover up things as you can, right, but you, you don't yeah, always yeah. have to bloody faff around with, you know, gauges and meters and making sure you've drank right enough and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of survival games, but you know, good for them. More DLC. Do a thing where there's racing. Ooh. Motorbikes. Post-apocalyptic. Mad Max style. Racing. What, Thunderdome. What about if there was UGC and you could... UGC Cinema? Uh, no, user-generated content. Oh, right. And you uh, could sort of make your own... Um, make your own little d- DLC packs. You could well, create nice. like, races and... 
Yeah. Maybe even your own characters, your own world. I would like that. Wouldn't yeah. that be exciting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's sort of like Super Mario Maker 2, oh. in a sense. In a sense, yes. So we have a release date for the sequel to the one of the best reasons to own a Wii U, Super Mario Maker. Super Mario Maker 2 is coming on the 28th of June. I'm very much excited. I, 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 I liked playing other people's levels in Super Mario Maker. But at the same time, it's... I don't know, it felt more accessible than a Little Big Planet. Oh, did it? Yeah, because Little Big Planet is really, really wonderful. Yes. Uh, and was the basis for dreams, oh, yes. I suppose, which yes. a lot of people are having fun with at the minute. But I couldn't be arsed. It yeah. was too much hassle to create something as glorious as what I was able to play from other, and other it was creators. the same thing with uh, Trials as well, you know, lots yeah. of the music. Like, really great editor and stuff, but often it was just like... It's just, I, it's know, just too much. It's too much. So Mario Maker 2, it does... Like, like, I, I like the fact that, you know, slopes being added to the sequel <laughs> is like a big point. But it is. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it will ha- you'll be, still be able to use assets from Super Mario Brothers, uh, Super Mario Bros. 3, Super Mario World, and new Super Mario Bro- Brothers U. But also you'll get your cat on, get all feline Ooh. with the assets from Super Mario 3D World. Excellent. I like cats. <laughs> I like cats. You're all right with them. I'm all right with cats. Yeah. But dogs, give shower me with dogs, You're please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah, be yeah. covered in puppies. Yeah. Puppies are great. Dogs mm-hmm. are great. Kittens, I like. Kittens are good. Uh, both, both animals have the propensity to get fat. Which is great. <laughs> That's to be admired. And speaking of fat things, uh, <laughs> Minecraft. That's pretty be- fat. <laughs> uh, that is pretty fat. Full of things in UGC and whatever else. That would have been much better. It would have been actually. actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, Minecraft has been around for a while. Almost 10 years, in fact. Jeez, has it? From the 17th of May, will be around. For, for 10 years Good grief And Microsoft Has made comment On Notch Notch the creator Of Minecraft Who sold the game To Microsoft Back in 2014 For 2.5 billion dollars That's a load of money That is isn't it It's a lot of money I could do a bit uh, Yeah so He will not be Invited to A sort of a 10 year Celebration that Microsoft Is doing Because he's uh, a bit Of an unpleasant Twat He is He has made Some very controversial Remarks about basically everything and he's <laughs> everything he can get his hands on. <laughs> any possible thing. And he's yeah, he's just a bit of a twat. Yeah. So Microsoft released a statement to Variety where they said Notch won't be attending the, the anniversary celebration. Microsoft said his comments and opinions do not reflect those of Microsoft or Mojang and are not representative of Minecraft. Yeah. Doesn't fair, fit fair, the fairly standard and I think that's fair, you know. Yeah. If if you sold this thing, then you it's have, not yours anymore. The, yeah, the new owner can do whatever they want with it. That's what the money is for. So fair play, simple. Uh, what's also simple is the Nintendo Switch and how good it is. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> but it'd be even more simple mm. if it were a more compact, more handheld version, possibly for less money, where you didn't even need to take the Joy Cons off or even dock it. Those would all be those would all be great, wouldn't it? That'd be great. It would be great. We'd be loving it. But we don't know if all those things will come to pass no. because nothing has been confirmed yet, and nothing will be confirmed at E3. Yeah, yeah. Wall Street Journal and Nikki have been uh, releasing reports over the last like month or so on new Nintendo Switch SKUs, which were yeah one that's apparently a premium model, one that is. A cheaper, more discount model, yeah. more portable, as you say, Josh. Mm. Uh, but yeah, Nintendo, in the latest financial results, they said that they won't be announcing anything at E3 in June. Now, that doesn't mean they won't be announcing anything prior no, or that, Well, yeah, we, could, we can be hopeful, can't we? Maybe they'll announce something tonight. I really want a cheap Switch, damn it. I want a more portable, cheap Switch, Nintendo, please. Come on. Uh, been way too long. I think it will still come. It's just not necessarily going. But then uh, or a price cut. Like what what's coming in June? Well like cuz they'll do a Nintendo Direct yeah. type yes. deal at E3. Yeah. So what what are they going to lead with? I don't know. Like, Breath of the Wild 2. Mm. Now nah, there there will be another Zelda, but I don't think it will come that quickly. Have they done Pokemon? They've done Sword and Shield. Pokemon they're they're switch coming. bound, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, Pokemon is coming. Yeah, yeah. Are they also and, and Me- DS Metroid bound, or is that 
I don't believe they're DS boned. I will get a Switch. Mm-hmm. I definitely will, but just if it could be slightly more compact and cheaper, that'd be great. Will you get a PlayStation 5? Yes. Will you get it before April 2020? Quite possibly, probably. No, yes. you won't. Oh. Because it won't be released before April 2020, Josh. Oh. This is according to the latest earnings call that Sony had. And they said those exact words won't be out before April 2020. Uh, well, I don't know if they said those exact words. They said something <laughs> like those words. <laughs> now, this also doesn't mean that it won't be out in like November 2020. Yeah. It may still come out next yeah, yeah, year. Yeah, no, it's true. It's worth bearing in mind the rubric. Quite specific. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm all, I'm all over it. I will get one. But if they could not make it £500, that'd be brilliant. If, they're, if these I guys think are listening I think it's going to be around £500. Can I have it for four? Have it, I'll have it for four, please. I, I, I just think, as we spoke about last week, it was the wording of... We did, didn't I we? I think it was a tweet. Oh. Or is, I can't remember exactly what they said, but, you know, yeah. built it up as, like, a luxurious item. Yeah. Oh, so, God, I don't want a luxurious item. Like, the Xbox One X was... Although I'm sure Rich put me right, it wasn't five, it was like four fifty, was it? Yeah, it was four fifty when it first came out, yeah. Which is too much bloody money. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of moolah. And, you know, it's gonna need to be stacked with uh, well, I guess we have to get it on launch, right? Because we review games for a living. (laughs) (laughs) That would be handy, yes. (laughs) But you know, we'll begrudge them though, won't we? (laughs) We'll, we'll act grumpily as a company. <laughs> and then, do you know what? I was a bit grumpy when I saw this news. Oh, yeah. That Respawn have delayed plans for the new Titanfall game to focus on Apex Legends. Oh, a bit grumpy because Apex bit. Legends is the best game of all time. Yeah. But Titanfall 2, also the best game of all time. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're Those t- two tied, <laughs> tied in first place. Yeah. So in a recent blog post, Drew McCoy of Respawn said, mm. Regarding games in development at Respawn, it is important to understand that there are entirely separate development teams working on Apex Legends and Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Additionally, in order to fully support Apex Legends, we are pushing out plans for future Titanfall games. No resources from the Apex Legends team are being shifted to other titles in development here at the studio, nor are we pulling resources from the team working on Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Mm. So basically, Titanfall is the the black sheep there. But it is understandable, isn't it? Because Apex is a great game. Mm. And it's a game that's continuously rolling, rolling in the cash for them. And uh, Titanfall 2 was great. Do you feel like people are that hungry for Titanfall 3? Well, this, well, it's, it, I would say yes, but it's also that this isn't Titanfall 3. This is just, we yeah. don't know what it is. Yeah, it yeah, could yeah, be, yeah. I don't yeah, know. You never know. There's nothing really to base, other than the fact that we just know this new Titanfall game will be delayed. Benched. Because of Star Wars and, uh, well, Apex Legends, I suppose. Yeah. Which, yeah, I don't know. I, I, when I saw this, I started twirling my moustache, <laughs> slapping my bald head. Yeah. And what did you do with your goggles? Did you wear your goggles? I wore my goggles on my forehead. Yeah, classic, classic. Yeah. And I, what else did I do? And what? you were fat as well. And I was fat You're as well. Fat yeah. And I wore red. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you were going after a load of emeralds, weren't you? And a blue hedgehog. Mm, got in the way. I was ve- very like Jim Carrey, actually, mm, mm. in the upcoming movie Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Uh, where he plays Dr. Ivo Eggman Robotnik. <laughs> now, uh, when you listen to this, the trailer may have been released and we may have a better look at what Jim Carrey looks like yeah. as Dr. Robot- Robotnik. Well. But yeah, the look we got—I mean, unless he's suddenly bald and fat and better in every way, so, so it's going to be at all. At time of recording, <laughs> last night we got an image of Jim Carrey in the role as Robotnik. Yeah, and I think in the film he is Doctor Ivo Robotnik. He's not Eggman, but the image—it just, just—it's oh, just a bit flat, isn't it? Yeah, it's nothing. So Jim Carrey has the goggles on his head. He's sitting in a spaceshipy type thing. Yeah, he has a mustache. That it just that's see, about, that's it just about seems it. a bit modest. Yeah, it does. It does. And mustache. he has hair. He's got. Yeah, he's wearing red. He's wearing red, and he's in. I think he's in the cockpit of that thing that he's in when you're on the on Emerald Green Hill Zone. You know the thing with the floaty thing with the spinny mm. things that you. But I think it look. I bet he's in that. I bet that's what that cockpit is that he's sitting in, which is cool. Which is cool. Look, you know the thing. The thing is right, Jack Reacher, right? 
Jack Reacher's is six foot five in the books. Mm. All right. Tom Cruise comes in there. I love a bit of Tom, but he's five foot nothing mm. or whatever he is. But he nails the character, right? Mm. He gets it right. And so you, you so go, why you're saying this guy here is Jack Reacher. Is Jim Carrey could if he, if he, but the he could with, nail the character <laughs> nail the of character, Dr. Robotnik. But it's Dr. Robotnik and it's like, what character? His character is the fact that he's fat with a delightfully bald egg head and zany schemes and a ludicrous mustache and a red jumpsuit with yellow piping. Are you thinking Riddler from Batman Forever or or Mask-like? The Mask? Probably a bit of Riddler. Probably a bit of Count Olaf from the series of Unfortunate Events. Yes. And that's probably about it, actually. Those two things will do fine. Probably a bit of that. A little mix, maybe. It's just a bit underwhelming. Yeah. As was the picture of... Well, that was maybe overwhelming. That was overwhelming. Uh, <laughs> that was way too much. <laughs> the images we've seen of Sonic Deep, the Hedgehog. Deeply unpleasant. I suppose I look at Detective Pikachu, which I, I don't know have reviews started coming out for that. Is it... Like, I'm hoping that that's going to be good. It looks like good fun. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we'll see what tone... Sonic the Hedgehog takes. It's the tone, yeah. Like if it's if it's knowing and sort of you know tongue in cheeks. We know this is shit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. If it's that and it's fun, it'd be a cool little set piece here and there. We'll be happy. We'll do it on the pod. We'll do the FMV. Yes. Yeah. 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 If, we'll we'll get Sonic on there and uh, and we'll go through it. But I am not overly hopeful for that. Looks like it could be chaos, emerald. <laughs> That was too close. You were almost a chibble, chibble, chip, chip, chibble, 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 chip, chip, chibble sandwich. It sounds like chill. This is a book. This is a book. We've done this. You were almost a You were almost a chibble sandwich. You were almost a chibble, chibble, Thanks for saving my life. Chibble. On to what we've been playing this week. Yeah. As I am wielding a massive sword. Some would call a katana. They would, yeah. They would call it that. And my chances of killing you are zero, Josh. Yes. Because you're such a nimble little fucker. I'll dodge it. Just jumping around the place. I'll rewind time. If I wish the people could see yeah, your I dance know. moves here. It's though, annoying sadly. that it's not video because I, I was know. doing a lovely little shimmy you shake. You were, it was gorgeous. Collins, uh, katana. Katana Zero was uh, released, I think, last week. Yeah. Available on the PC and Nintendo Switch. And yeah. it's a delightful little game. I spoke about, I think back in January, I previewed it. Oh, you did. It was well exciting. Mm. And we uh, finally got to play it last week mm-hmm. on that stream. And it, it was did. awesome. Yeah. No, it is a, a, a really, really good game. In Katana Zero, you play this katana-wielding PTSD motherfucker mm. who has a drug addled as well and is able to slow down time. These huh. drugs are magical, Josh. Ah. Is that, that, that PS, PTSD angle's pretty cool. I mm. didn't realise that that was what was going on in that game. Because mm. story is, is uh, a big part of it. I'll keep story keep spoilers to, to a minimum. Yeah, yeah. The, the crux of it, I would compare to a Hotline Miami, as all these games are yes. now compared to. Yeah. You have a screen, yeah. and you must kill the baddies and move on to the next screen. Yes. So what you do at the start of every every section, you press play on your funky beats mm-hmm. and stick in your headphones. Music's great, actually. Is but, it? Because I didn't really get a handle on that on the stream. Yeah, I bet it is it, tasty. It very, very dry, very hollow, yeah, yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and you must kill each baddie. And it's one hit kill for you and for them. Yes. And you can... So you can swipe them with your blade. You can pick up items... Dotted about the place, bottles of beer, pop, potted plants, whatever it is, yeah. throw them at them, or you can open doors in their face. Excellent, yeah. yeah. And as I say, yeah, you can also slow down time mm. and you can dodge like dodgy as well, roll. which is very important because if somebody has a gun and they're pointed at a doorway that you're about to enter, you are dead. You've got to roll because you fucked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got to roll with it. Got to do a Nolan Liam, right? Yeah. So yeah. you slow down time and then you can roll through the bullet. Which is really cool mm-hmm. when it happens and really satisfying to see. This game, I feel like, warrants that comparison to Hotline Miami a little bit more than a lot of games get. Mm. Do you remember when you reviewed Ape Out and you loved Ape Out? Yep. And you were kind of like, you were like, yeah, like I see why people are doing it, but really this is super different. You know, it was kind of top down, but it did a lot of different things. Yep. This one takes that thing that you did in Hotline Miami and it's of, of, of just 
carving your own way through a level, you think the level's really tough. And then by the end of the level, you do a, a successful run having learned all your lessons. And you do it in about six seconds. Exactly. You think, actually, but this one lets you watch what you've done, which I really like. It's like all your attempts lead up to that final one. And then once you've done it, you can actually see your successful run. Mm. Meat Boy-esque, I suppose. Yeah. Although in Meat Boy, you see all your unsuccessful ones as well, don't you? I think. And it is incredibly satisfying when you get it right. Because it's, yes. it, it's trial and error, which yeah. I know pisses, or will piss some people off. But... I don't know, it it doesn't do that to me. These games don't do that to me. They they keep, uh, good, the good versions anyway, the good ones, uh, they keep spurring me on to perfect what I've done right. because generally speaking, if I die, it's my mistake. Yeah. And it does mix things up as well. Like it introduces, we, again, you can watch our live stream of it. It introduces other elements like there are boss fights, there are um, mine carts. Remember that? Oh, bit that we the mine on? cart was excellent. We, yeah. Which you must use to your advantage as well. You must hop on, go along the track, then jump out, uh, hit the, the thing that will change it to the other tracks and then use it as a as something to block the lasers from killing you. Yeah. So, so there is a story element as well. Yes. Which includes dialogue options. And I think the way that this is done is also quite clever in that if you're chatting to somebody, you will have, generally speaking, I think it's two different dialogue options, but there is a timer and within the first third of that timer, you can butt in, oxen for yes, ish, um, you can butt in and sort of get to the point. It's an utter delight. It really is. Yeah. yeah. I remember when I was spurring you on to do the silly options yeah. constantly and you just did what I said and it worked. They really, you can really stick to your guns, get through the whole conversation being a fucker and going, no, no, just continuously denying people. That I really, really like. There's, there's tons of intrigue to it because you are at the start of the game getting these assignments to kill people. Yeah. And you don't really know where these are coming from. You yeah. Don't know. Who, yeah, you don't know why you're killing them as such. And each day when you finish your assignment, you go home to your flat, shitty kind of studio flat, and you're watching the news, which is telling of you, the dragon, who is this serial killer. And it will speak about how the dragon went into this big retail park and killed 14 people. Isn't he a bad bastard? Hmm. And then in addition to that, you also meet a neighbour of yours that is a bit kooky and introduces another element to the story. Intriguing. It's, Without giving much away, mm. is the story good? How does it stack up to something? Because Hotline Miami had a very interesting story, I think, right? I think, well, see, I think I'd probably be unfit. Like, I think Hotline Miami is fucking exceptional. Yeah. And has an, it uses meta very well. Yeah. Like, like it, it skirts that line in a beautiful way. Yeah. That I, I very much enjoy. Akatana Zero is also like, yeah, it's very good. It tells a different story, I'd say. Okay, yeah, to a bit, yeah. But without giving much away. Okay. Um, like there are characters introduced, obviously, that you can chat to and learn about. Mm. And yeah, the drug aspect as well. Yeah, that's which right. Which we, we saw a bit opt, in the live stream. Opt out of your treatment, can't you, if you want mm. to. It just, yeah, if you liked Hotline Miami... Or even April from earlier this year. I think there are similarities. It's different, all right? It is, as you say, more reminiscent of a Hotline Miami or a Meat Boy, perhaps. Or even, you mentioned earlier, Trials. Yeah. It is trial and error. Trial and error. And once you do it successfully, it's fucking glorious. Do you know what it reminds me of? Mm. Slight tangent here. Reservoir Dogs, Bloody Days. Did you ever play that I never played it. Very obscure. Actually, all right. Reservoir Dogs. This isn't the the recent Reservoir Dogs game. Yeah. Oh, this is all this right. is that one where oh, yeah. you go in, you rob in a place. There's four of you, and you rewind. So you you go and you'll kill a guard, and then another fellow, a guard, will pop out. He'll kill your man, but you can rewind, set one reservoir dog on the path that's, and that's what you did a minute ago, mm. and he'll go and do that while you control another one. Mm. So by the time you get to the end, you sort of rewind and watch it all play out, and it's your successful run. It kind of reminds me of that, and that game doesn't get much credit. So. I liked that game. I've also been playing a game wherein I've been assigned to kill people. Ooh. Yeah. I've been assigned by the government and the OSS. Yeah. And those people are Nazis. Hooray! Indeed. Did you kill all of them? Well, did you kill the amount that you are able to kill in a preview sense? In a preview sense, yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. And strictly no more than that. In a preview sense, yes. I shan't reveal. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I've uh, got my grubby hands on Sniper Elite V2 Remastered. Just as it is, and it has been remastered lots. And it's 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 a good video game. Have you played the Sniper Elite games? I have played Sniper Elite Four. That's the really pretty one in, in like that's, Italy, that's, isn't that's it? That's the Italian really one, yeah. The, the most, one. most recent one, 2016. I want to play that now. This is the first Sniper Elite game I played. I think. I don't think I ever played the first one, and ah. I definitely didn't play 3 and 4. But Sniper Elite has that great thing where you just sort of, I don't know how, but you just imbibe it. You just know about Sniper Elite. In fact, I do know why. It's those slow motion kill cams. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. does it. So. That's, that's what it has. That is the. That's its thing, mm. and its thing is fucking great because even when i was playing sniper elite 4 i was playing it for review and i did you review that one yeah oh, i'm gonna track that I, down I, i'm fairly sure you can skip the kill cams but i never did because they're just always great yeah. i don't know what it is or what it says about me but i just really enjoy it. yeah and you can't skip them on this one i don't think and that's great because why on earth would you want to mm. they're absolutely brilliant so yeah it's all about and i put it on the middle difficulty by the way because i'm not a ballistics maniac mm-hmm. you know i don't i couldn't tell you about wind uh, yeah force and all that stuff but it's there if you want it so yeah you're carl fairburn as you well know and mm-hmm. you're skulking around berlin in the battle of berlin 1945 rubbly streets and all that stuff and you've got to take out i think it's five uh scientists who are working on the v2 rocket technology which uh could turn the, the war back in germany's favor if they start sending out rockets willy-nilly and blowing lots of people up You've got to creep around and take these guys out. And the way that you do that, as you know, is the glorious over 1,000 metres, over Christ knows how long sniper things, mm-hmm. which, which involves aiming above your intended target to take into account bullet drop and all that fancy stuff with the wind or in one uh, level, which uh, the Mittelworks facility, which involves waiting for big like alarms to sound over the tannoy that will cover up the sound of your bullet. Mm. So it's really cool. It's like a really focused, you know, that's what the game is. That's what it does. Its heart is in the sniping. And everything in that, it sort of gives its all into that, you know? It's got a very narrow focus. I will say, I don't think the stealth's up so much. Right. In fact, I don't even think... (laughs) It doesn't really seem like much of a stealth game. Like, you have a silenced pistol. I would say the... I mean, it's meant to be. It's meant to be. <laughs> but it's sort of like, you know, you sort of go into cover against a wall and it's very kind of uh, jank. It's not like as smooth or as free-flowing as like a Metal Gear Solid or a Split. So yeah. Like, it's, it's kind of heart seems to be. And you're not really... There are rocks where you can kind of throw and lure guards away. But it wants you to kill them all. And it wants you to kill them all by exploding their heads. Mm. So, you know, it's a stealth game up to a certain point. And once you fire sure. that first shot, you know, you've got to stay hidden and run and all that sort mm. of stuff. I uh, didn't find myself doing a lot of sneaking around so much as just blasting through. Right. Um, I, had, I had lots of how, fun. How does it look, again, in the, in the previous sense, does it look nice? Does it look like a game yeah. from 2019 rather than it doesn't 20... Look, no, it does definitely look like a game it's 2011. 2012. 2012 for V2. Um, it's quite a gap, actually. It was like 2005 for the first game. And, a, and then a seven-year gap, gap to the yeah. second game. It's a pretty big one. Um, no, it, it does look like a remaster. It does look like a game that's been kind of, you know, cleaned up, mm. quote-unquote, which I think means um, revamped, like, lighting technology. There's new post-processing effects and some, some new textures and things. So it looks, you know, sharper. You know you're playing the remaster versus the original thing. Um, in fact, there's actually a couple of comparison videos on the website worth checking out if you're interested in that sort of thing. For me, it's just like, a really good chance to jump into a series that I'm that I've never actually properly gone through, which I found myself knowing loads about despite having never really gone through. Yeah. And the series did really start with V2 uh, in what it is, you know, like it was the one that added in the X-ray kill cams and all that stuff, kind of made it as iconic as it is now. And yeah, I'm looking forward to playing the rest of it. It's just a good, no nonsense, like pulpy war game that sort of knows exactly what it is and focuses on its strength. And doesn't fuck about. There's no, you know, Metal Gear Solid style hour and a half cutscenes before and after each mission where you learn about rocket technology. You just explode heads. Are you fucking taking the piss? Unbelievable. That's a year one. That's a year one. Oh come on.
joking, joking. Just having a pump, with pump, pump, with pump. pump. Every week on the Video Gamer Podcast, I test the gaming knowledge of my colleagues with a simple game called Who Am I? I give five clues to the identity of a video game character, and you, Josh Weiss, just you, Josh Weiss, mm. must give me the correct answer. All you have to do is say stop, and then give me said answer. You get the clues once and once only, so listen up and listen up good. You have, you have time, you can... Compose yourself, relax. relax. Into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No <clears throat> Rich Walker breathing down your neck yes. as he was last as week. He, as he rudely mm. did last week, yeah. Clue number one My first appearance in a video game came in 2013. <gasps> Ooh, that's interesting. 2013. All right, all right, all right, all right. Clue I'm not going to take a punt. I'm going to let you get through some of these. Clue number two <laughs> I'm not the protagonist. Mm hmm. But I'm definitely the focal point of my game. I think I <laughs> know what this is, but I'm gonna yeah, but I'm gonna hold off until the next clue. Just for the just for the friendly uh listeners <laughs> so they can hear these lovely clues. Clue number three. Quack. Ooh. <laughs> oh, do you not have it? That's throwing me off. That's give, throwing give, me right give off. Give me give me give me yours. I was going to go for... Well, I can't hear you. Oh, sorry. Stop. Josh Wise? Elizabeth from Bioshock Infinite. Incorrect. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 that was fair. That was yeah, fair. Yeah. Clue number four. Mm. Whilst my game was by no means the first of its kind, right. many look to my one and only game as the beginning of an equally praised, or both praised and maligned genre. Okay, can I have that one again? I know what, that's against the rules. What, but. Whilst my game, <laughs> whilst my game was by no means the first of its kind, yes, many look to my one and only game, right, as the beginning of my both praised and maligned genre. Okay, are you with me? Do you uh, yes, have me? Okay. yeah, I think so. Yes. Um. But so clue number three was just quack. Yes. Okay. All right. And clue number five. Mm. My story was one that LGBT plus players could relate to and thus resonated with. And that's all I got for you, I'm afraid. I wonder if... No, because we've already... Oh, no, that wasn't even that year. Okay. Game of 13 and not the protagonist, but is the focal point and it's not the first in its genre, but it's like the banner child for that genre. I'm gonna have to. Start. Are there any duck games? <laughs> what are the great duck games of I'm, our time? <laughs> I'm gonna have to start counting you down. I'm afraid. Oh rubbish! Five, four, three, two, one. I don't know. Stop. Just oh, no, wise. Is, all right, goofy. Incorrect. Uh, no, that's nothing to do with LGBTQ plus. That doesn't even make sense. Duck games. <laughs> I, am I getting too hung up on the duck? You really I are. Bet, I, bet I, I am. So I will tell you the character that I was looking for. Okay. Was Sam Greenbrier. From Gone Home. From Gone Home, yes. Oh, shit. The quack thing really th threw me off. So to go through the clues, oh. my first appearance in a video game came in 2013. Gone Home. Yeah, damn. Clue number two, I'm not the protagonist, but I'm definitely the focal point of my yeah, game. Yeah. yeah, her sister, isn't it? Uh, is the protagonist. Kate, Caitlin is the protagonist, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, clue number three, Quack. This is a rubber duck at the start of the game, which is sort of a, has become somewhat of a Gone Home Unbelievable, thing. really? Where and why? Where? What, like on the I, porch I don't know, I think, yeah, it's on the, somewhere in the porch oh there. Oh god, the uh, great duck games. <laughs> clue number four, whilst my game was by no means the first of its kind, many look to my one and only oh, game shit, as yeah. the beginning of both a praised and malign genre. It's not the first quote-unquote no, walking not. simulator. No, it's dear Esther, I suppose. But, but it is, like, seen as one. Uh, and clue number five, my story was one that LGBTQ plus players could relate to and thus resonated with for reasons. If you played the game, I won't go in. You know, you know. Uh, yes, Sam Greenbrier. That's a really good one. Did, did the duck throw you so? The duck threw me. The duck just grabbed you is, and I'm, threw you away. Unlike the Hitman games, I don't even associate the iconic, because they have an iconic yellow duck, Agent 47. Classic Hitman duck. I didn't even know that about Gone Home. I'm annoyed. I, I, hope, bet, I hope Rich I like, didn't get that. Yeah, I bet he's gonna say he did anyway. He's gonna say that he did. Yeah. Fucking liar. Uh oh. Is it the best a man can get? Hundred percent. Me. 
little American. Yeah, 100%. Do a little chicken maneuver. Uh-oh. Little holes in the top. 100%. And it's the best deodorant I've ever used. So it's a stick. You know, the stick. 100%. Wow. You don't sweat. You smell great. As evidence today. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. 100%. Do a little chicken maneuver. Do a little chicken maneuver. Do a little chicken maneuver. Questions, theories, comments and queries. I'm Jeremy Irons, in case you didn't get the impression. Thanks, Jeremy. I needed that <laughs> clarification there. Also, Jeremy Irons on the BBC News as well. I'm Jeremy yeah. Irons. I'm Jeremy Irons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, as Jeremy just told you, this is the Parents of the Show where we take your feedback, your questions, theories, comments, queries, and we read them out on the podcast. Yes. You can email us at any stage throughout the week. Podcast at videogamer.com or you can watch out for the little call out we do on our Twitter account videogamer.com every Tuesday before we record the podcast Joseph got in touch hiya dudes what are you guys' most replayed games with the Switch Resi 4 re-release a month away I've realised it's the game I've replayed the most maybe a dozen times on GameCube and once again with each subsequent re-release maybe 20 times in total Second would be House of the Dead 2 or Lilac Wars, but they're both only 30 minutes long and meant to be played loads of times, so I'm not sure they count. Keep up the good work, Joseph. P.S. Josh's laugh is amazing. <laughs> Thanks. So, you're the game you have played the most. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater. Fucking hell! That was going to be mine as well. Was it? Yeah, genuinely. Yeah, it's, it, I think for me, that is as close as video games come to classic status. It's like the apocalypse now it doesn't matter what i'm doing doesn't matter where i am i just listening to the opening music even and i'm i'm on the plane and i'm over yeah oh man well there's that and then there's also the um oh yeah yeah as they were flying over and it's the altitude and the wind speed and the halo jump and where i learned cav okay cav okay yeah 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 oh god visibility i played that a lot. Yes, as did Play I. As did, in fact, actually, I dug out the HD collection just yesterday from my Tupperware box, <laughs> and I learned to my to my great joy that it's backwards compatible. So I am going to play it again this year, and I'm going to write a feature about it some point in the near future. Either that or Sonic Two. Like that's I played a, Sonic a, Two yeah, a lot because again, time, it was, yeah. I was a child and didn't have money to be buying new games all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just absolutely destroyed that, and it was Tales. Is just a wonderful little yeah. Like I don't particularly enjoy the character Miles Prower, but as it's uh, it's just like little brother or little sister yeah. uh, mode. He's or the case, original like Ellie cousin. from The Last of Us. Yeah, but you can play as but you can as play, and, and he can fly a little bit. As Andy, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike D got in touch. Dear Colum, Rich, and Josh, uh, first time emailer, long time listener. Firstly, Lance, just want to praise you on the show. No disrespect to any of your previous contributors, but the current lineup has been where the real magic is at. <laughs> you guys continue to make me smile in what has been a very difficult time in my life. Thanks very much, Mike. That's, oh, that's really very cool. nice of you to say. As a big fan of the Burnout series back in the day, I was looking forward to playing the recently released Dangerous Driving. In spite of Rich's review, the actual thing that has been putting me off from doing so has been the game's title. (laughs) It just makes it sound like a really shit game from the 90s. (laughs) Given its lack of originality, perhaps Burnt Out would have been better. Question, have... (laughs) Have any of you ever been put off playing a game simply because of its title? And what would you have called it instead? Keep up the excellent. Oh my god! Sorry, keep up the excellent. Cue a Mr. Burns impression. (laughs) Work, Mike D. Thanks very much, Mike. Oh, thanks, Mike. That's awesome. Yeah, Uh, I know what you mean about the dangerous driving. Dangerous driving is shit. Like that is is actually shit, isn't it? That's a a bad name. for a game. I would have rather it was called Rad Driving. Because that would have really rubbed it in. That would have self. That would have embraced the shitness. Dangerous driving. I just feel is a little bit like Ugh. that's just something you're not meant to do. You're just not meant to do it. it feels ca- <laughs> it feels cautionary. <laughs> um, uh, what was burnt the, out what? is genius. If yeah, exactly. have, for it's God's sake, good. I mean, why on earth, Mike? You should have told them that. <laughs> I mean, this is like the back four blood. You know, the left yes. left for dead guys doing a mm-hmm. genius burnt out. What? What was the name of the Darren Brown game? Was it Guess? It wasn't Get Out because that's the film. It that's was Get film. Away? Guess? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Get, get Even. Get Even. But that's not Darren Brown. Oh, no, it's the guys, really, that write the guys who write Darren course, Brown's. Uh, yes, I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was thinking then. Did he do like a trick or treat? Uh, yeah. It, I was like, ooh, this, yeah, this intrigues me. Mm. But it's just a shit name. Mm. Get Even. 
get even. And no, I don't, and, it just and, doesn't do it for me. No, it's a rubbish. And, and it, it, it sounds it like almost a, turn. It does sort of turn me off. It does. Yeah, it's like get your own back. Sounds like a kids show or something. A, yeah, anything that doesn't ha- like I don't know in the in the in the internet age you want good SEO. Yeah, like I don't know. Control does sort of walk a fine line for mm, me. Mm. I do like control. Mm. I tell you what, there have been. Th- um, did you ever see that movie, The Adjustment Bureau? Yeah. yeah. That title put me off. Mm. It sounded awfully dull. Um, like, just sort of like a dull government department. It was kind of nothing. In terms of games, um, that Leisure Suit Larry, Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah. Because of that, I always used to call it Leisure Suite Larry, which is just me misreading things. When I was a kid, I never got a handle on it and it just sounded awful. And I was like, who's Larry? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> didn't, didn't like that at all. Um, it's more, yeah, it's, it's more just bore, boring. Assetto Corsa. That really annoys me. <laughs> I don't know why. Cause it, well, it reminds me of a Vauxhall Corsa, which is not a glamorous car. No, not at all. Um, and Assetto Corsa, be, maybe? Is that a nice? Assetto. Well, Corsa is, I think, speed. It's Italian for speed. Is it? Or, well, yeah, like coursing through the veins, like Corsa. I think that's the Didn't root know of that. that. I believe so. No, look, we'll take it as fact. I, I, and Corso is Latin for way. Okay. And Latin, obviously, down, dripping mm. down. To, anyway, there you go. Oh, so, yeah, yeah a set of Corsa put me off. <laughs> uh, Simran got in touch. I recently went to see The Phantom of the Opera in theatre. It, it was great. What game would make a great slash interesting Broadway show slash musical? My choice would be Bioshock Infinite. P.S. Any favourite theatre shows of your own? Oh. So I know this is where we differ in terms of musical theatre. Mm. Uh, I am a fan of musical theatre. You don't like musical theatre. I don't like opera. You love opera. I love opera. This is where our, our theatre and music uh, lives, they don't intertwine. They kind of, yeah, they, yeah, they grumble Opera's at each other. shite, Josh. Opera's, I'm loving opera. I'm loving opera. At least in a musical, mm. you know, it's light and fluffy. And they won't, generally speaking, they won't be like, I'm walking to the fridge and I'm going to have a glass of milk and it's lovely <laughs> and milky and tasty. I wish where, they would. Where, I'd love that. Whereas opera is. But obviously it will be, I am going to the fridge and I'm going to have a glass of milk <laughs> and it's lovely and creamy. And, and I, just, I can't yeah, get on board You say you don't them. like opera. It sounds like you've been to a load of them. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, no, I, um, yeah, I, I, Cullen's right. I'm not really into, I love opera and I love theatre. I'm not a big fan of, you know, all the... I've got a sort of soft spot for... The, is it you know, the big like, dance numbers? Is it the happiness and joy, Josh? It, I think <laughs> it's the happiness. I think it's the joy. I think it's the... They've got to be catchy. They've got to be, you know... And it, mm. any musical, it's got to be a song that I would sing, even if it wasn't on, like a... No, I think that's Like fair. the Jungle Book or something. I mean, mm. that's, a, that's an absolute classic, right? Mm. Um, yeah. A, g- what, a game that would work in a musical. Days Gone. Yeah. I, I want it. Deacon St. John okay. as, a, as a sort of, um, you know, musical biker figure at the Ooh. heart of that. I think that would be quite good. FIFA 15. FIFA 15, yeah. That would be a classic, yeah. I think. Yeah. Or NHL 2004. That would also work. Another Stone Cold classic, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, World Series of Poker. Good show. Tense, you know, they could do a lot of bassy numbers, you know. What card am I going to play? Is he bluffing? Is he bluffing? I don't know. Is he bluffing? Could he be? You know, things like that. Uh, Does that answer the I think that answers the He had a card up his sleeve. No. Oh, I fold. He folds. I call and I raise. What a daredevil you are. <laughs> uh, in terms of what I've seen recently, I actually saw in my my time off. I went to see School of Rock. Oh, what did you think? I got tickets. Uh, I don't know. They were like dirt cheap, so it was fine. Mm. Um, I have a very soft spot for School of Rock because uh, it, it came at the right time in my life. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know what age would I've been. I know I was you was young anyway, and I was like, oh, this is great. I love them. I fucking love the yeah. movie. Uh, the musical is. It's, it's the film. The guy playing the lead role, the Dewey Finn role, mm. at least in the what I saw, was very much going, you want me to be Jack Black? I will give you Jack Black. Huh. And okay. I thought he was quite good at it. Yeah. And the songs were, were very good as well. Oh, I, very I, nice. I very much enjoyed it. And all the kids played their instruments live. Oh, as well. yeah, that's yeah, impressive. Yeah. Fair play mm-hmm. to him. Yeah, no, he was very good. I've seen Wicked in the West End. Wicked is 
fucking brilliant. Oh, yeah. Uh, right. Billy Elliot is fantastic. Has an excellent dance number at the start of the second half with the cops. Ooh. Um, they do a thing with the... I like the film. The, the batons. The batons? Uh, yeah, yeah. They use the batons and they're oh, flicking it off every part of their being. Well, I recently saw uh, Old Times, which oh, yeah, is not, yeah. it's not musical, but it is Harold Pinter, and it was excellent. Uh, and then the last opera I saw was either Das Rheingold or I saw uh, Otello, which was also very, very good. So, you know, that's my recent sojourns to mm. the theatre. Uh, Joseph got in touch. Query, is Colm a bollocks? <laughs> Comment, Rich is a bit of a bollocks. Theory, Josh... <laughs> Josh might be a bollocks. Question, what's the difference between this and a query? Yes, valid. Keep up the good work, lads, and don't be a that's, bollocks. That's P- valid. P.S. Bounties are shit. Well, you're Thank wrong you about very, that. I mean, no, you are dead right, Joseph. Nah, Thank you very much. Yeah, good that's, theory. That's, bounties are shit. Is this, well, I mean, he points, I mean, that's, that's good pointing out of things. That's no, what that no, is. F- fair, Questions and queries, I don't know what we're doing. I think I've raised that before as well. You, you may have. It's just because it rolls off. It rolls off the tongue yeah, very it's nicely. it's like, look, don't. Don't question or query this, yeah. the, the title of this segment. No, don't, right? don't. This is just how things are. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, as, as ever, because he never takes a day off, <laughs> our final correspondence comes from the wonderful Andy B. Ooh. Hello. If you were a character, so this is very much a visual thing. Imagine that all the C words have Ks, right? Mm. If you were a character in Mortal Kombat, <laughs> what... What would your fatality or friendship for the conscientious, conscientious, Jesus Christ, conscientious <laughs> objectors be? I think I'd just get them in a headlock, then flick their forehead so hard that their pelvis shot out their arsehole. <laughs> in calibration, spelt with a K, yeah, yeah. of the release of the Mortal Kombat film in 1995, <laughs> I have done a tune. Excellent. I hope it is a flawless victory. Oh my god. Love Andy. So here is Combat Wombat. Get it as on. He calls it. Combat Wombat! <laughs> yeah, Kano, Scorpion, Johnny Cage, Jax, Sonia, Cassie Cage, Collector, Insect Lady. Flinging up a car, special attack, yeah, bicycle kick, yeah, jump kick, high kick, block, block, no. flawless blocks, crushing blows. Those are great. Freezing people, counter attack, high attack, the car, mm. hit, uppercut, special movie, everyone. Yeah. Gore, gore, the gore, chronica, dismembers you, wow. cuts you in half, rewinds time, puts you back together, dismembers you, Ooh. takes all your skin off, rewinds time, puts you back yeah. together and repeats. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, not very nice. Mm. Mortal Kombat 11 is bloody, bloody fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. And they've used the the proper song in the background all the time Mm -hmm. on a cool keyboard. That's excellent. Mm -hmm. That's one of the best ones. That's one of my favourite ones. He's a very, very talented man. Thank you very much, Andy. Thank you very much. As always. And now, you can go to YouTube to see this. So, right? Little surprise here for you, Josh, because I don't think you've seen it. Uh oh. So, Andy also got in touch. Mm. And Andy, Mike, he's the most talented man in the entire world. Uh, he said that the pixel art in Katana Zero mm. was so good it inspired him to have a go at some pixel animation himself. Uh oh. It's quite short because animation takes forever. Yeah. <laughs> Love Andy. <laughs> so I'm going to show it to you and at the same time the people so go to YouTube and you can find this do here. It. I'm going to stick do it, it in do here. Do it, do it, do it. But here is the the animation. <gasps> Isn't that the most incredible Oh thing? my God. Keep, keep watching. What? Keep watching. I've got a little jetpack. You've got a jetpack. You went flying into the air and watch what happens here. It's, it, it's amazing. Oh! Our little legs are going. Why was I the one whose legs were going? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate is me it, having the jetpack. Like I was... Wait, was it like, was it like, was it, was it like my deodorant? That's, is he we'll thematically it is. tying we'll it in? It because is. that's sport triumph right there. <laughs> like, again, fucking amazing. amazing. I love the little legs going. It's fucking... My legs would go like that as well. They would. If I, I yep. would flail if I was stuck off in the ground. Uh, so thank you very much for that, Andy. That's great, Andy. Exceptional. Unreal. Uh, so, yeah. I, I don't know. I was, I was just blown away. I was like, Couldn't believe it. Hell. And the likenesses were great, by the way. Yeah, and they... Yeah. yeah. 
No, I really I think, like so what is it? What's Andy? He must. I mean, that's. I don't, got I don't the music, know. Got the animation. What are you doing, Andy? What's yeah. What's your thing? <laughs> what do you do for a living? Because that is impressive, man. Oh, well unbelievably so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that just about does it for this week's edition of the Video Gamer Podcast. Thank you very much, dear listener, for listening. Of course, if you want to email the Video Gamer Podcast with your pixel animations or your songs or your questions, theories, comments, queries, you can email us at any stage throughout the week. Podcast at videogamer.com. And if you want some extra bit of podcast and for monthly podcasts as well on wrestling video, uh, what is it, video game films and yeah, uh, what All is that stuff, dialogue yeah, up. We talk about random stuff yeah, sometimes. Exactly. It's great. It's uh, great. You can head to patreon.com forward slash video gamer mm. where for only $4.50 you get all those things. Yeah. You can also follow us on social media. I am at column underscore Hearn. Josh is at Josh Wise. And yeah. why not? He may not be here, but you can follow Rich on social media at RichieWA2, Video Gamer on all of your relevant social networks at VideoGamer.com and on YouTube where you can normally watch us and next week you can, but you can watch the Pixel animation mm. uh, this week, YouTube.com forward slash VideoGamerTV. But for all of your video gamer needs, just head to VideoGamer.com. And now it's time for my least favourite parish show. This is the parish show. bid the listener adieu. So say goodbye, Josh Wise. Goodbye. And say goodbye, Colin Mahern, Sloan, Gaffol. <laughs>